Hi everyone, uh, this is my very first podcast that um, I'm doing today. I've finally got my mics and um, and now's the time for me actually to do what I wanted to do for a while. Um, my publisher actually asked me once uh, this year to actually do a podcast, which I didn't know what that was, and um, I found out what it is. And um, in the Hi everyone. Uh, today is the uh, first time I'm doing my podcast and uh, it's really exciting, uh, I must say. Uh, the last couple of days I've been feeling an urge to do this uh, or push to do this um, so much and my mics came on, came the other day and um, I was so excited to do this. Uh, this is a crazy time at the moment, especially what's going on in, in around the world and the pandemic that's um, happening. Um, I have been feeling lots and lots of energy uh, and I'm sure other people have been feeling that as well. Uh, but for me, being um, a medium and being the person I am, uh, sometimes you know you feel the energy quite significantly and uh, it feels as though I have an elephant sitting on my chest and my throat's quite constricted at the moment. So with this, um, I put myself in self-isolation and my family uh, so I could just take care of myself and they could take care of themselves as well. Uh, the social distancing, I must say, I'm loving. Um, someone like myself, we I usually don't like when people stand too close to me because I can feel them in my aura um, or uh, in my social space. So um, this is actually quite good and I'm actually loving that at the moment. Um, I wanted to come on today just to discuss uh, two things. One was uh, being where you are. And if most people know me, I've always said being in the moment. And I want to talk a bit more about that being in the moment and what it feels like and what is meant and what it is meant for myself as well. Um, and gratitude as well. Now, I have written a second book, uh, as everyone probably know. It is called The Voice of Spirit, The World Through My Eyes. And interesting enough, uh, five years ago, I didn't know why I was saying this but uh, I was and I was saying it to my family and, and some close friends and I kept saying something's coming, something's coming, the world is changing, it needs to change, we need to change as um, a human uh, population, uh, we need to be kinder, more compassionate, uh, we need to learn from a different things and um, I also said that you know at the end of last year or maybe October onwards spirit was so close to me and they kept saying to me something's coming in the world something's coming in the world so you know for five years I have been feeling along with not only me people in my movement people that are uh, quite spiritual or do this for um, their career and other people might be feeling the same thing as well uh, we've been feeling something was meant to change and something is changing so you don't know what it is you just feel that you know you just get told something's coming something's coming and I was told that um, at the end of last year it was big. I actually thought it was the Australian fires when they did uh, did come. And I didn't realise until a week or so ago um, that I did say, oh, spirit kept telling me to tell everyone something's coming in the world, just be prepared. So, you know, uh, at that stage I didn't know what it was until now. Um, I hope everyone is staying safe. Uh, I hope everyone is feeling safe and I hope everyone is taking care of yourself. With my book, uh, The Voice of Spirit, there's one chapter that I talked about and it was called Grateful for the Experience. And this might come um, to what I was talking about, gratitude as well, but I'm going to uh, just speak about an expert, or excerpt, sorry. For me, May 2012, 18 was a reflective month and the daily running around after children was normal and I was quite busy with my work. One day I was driving home from shopping and I realised I wasn't practising what I preached. 
I wasn't looking at life, smelling life and living life because life is so busy and hectic for many people these days. We rarely do the things that bring us peace, joy and contentment in our lives because we are too focused on the future without living in the moment and enjoying life and what it has to offer. Creating memories and being in the moment is so important along with being grateful for the things we have and experience. I was so preoccupied, preoccupied with life, I sometimes felt that I had no time for myself and this made me feel a little resentful at times and of course the ego rears its ugly head and I feel unappreciated and tired. For the past three years I have been performing mediumship events in the clubs and cafes as well as private readings. I like doing doing this because it is rewarding. It gives me great satisfaction to rely, relay messages from our loved ones to our large group of people, even though not everyone is guaranteed of a reading. I've always been a very private person and I prefer to keep to myself a lot of the time. I don't like to look at Facebook or other social networks to see what other people in my industry are up to. However, one day I was taking a brief break and a brief look at Facebook and I noticed an abundance of mediums advertising events at various clubs around Sydney. At the time I was thinking of an event coming up later in the year that we were organising in the south of Sydney. Why would people want to come to see me in the event when there are a lot of people doing these events already? Why was I so different? I thought to myself. I wasn't jealous or envious towards these people because I was happy that different people were revealing their gifts, and to see like-minded people out there was awesome. I thought about the significance of mediums going to the clubs or cafes, which led me to, to the feeling of insecure and second-guessing myself. I said to myself, if all these people are doing these shows, why should, I, why should I be doing them? Everywhere I looked, social media was advertising something regarding the mediumship events. Then out of the, nowhere, I had a voice in my head telling me to appreciate the things that I have and now and be in this moment. I recognised I was being selfish and that I wanted to know what I wanted and I questioned what spirit had in store for me. In other words, patience was my friend at that moment. I became conscious of the fact I wasn't appreciating what God had given me already regarding my personal readings. As I was fully booked, I had been so focused on what other people were up to that I forgot that what truly mattered to me. Because I was looking into the future, I was neglecting what mattered to me the most. I hadn't appreciated what God had given me in the first place. A gift that brings peace to people. So I said a prayer of appreciation to God and my angels and thanking them for their spirits and their understanding and for their communication. And thanking them for allowing me to meet such beautiful people in my life. The instant I said my prayer of gratitude, a small truck driving on the opposite side of the road started to bunny hop right next to me and the driver was looking straight at me, smiling and nodding his head. My first reaction was to call him an idiot because I thought what was he doing on the road was so dangerous. However, I noticed no other cars were on the road. This was a big sign from God and my angels and they were saying thank you for the prayer of appreciation. Sometimes we are trying to get ahead in life. We concentrate on wanting to know what the future holds for us and trying to control a situation that is sometimes out of our control. 
In doing so, we get bogged down with our thoughts and expectations. And we become frustrated when things don't go according to our plan. We need to see life and appreciate where we are. Life is a collection of moments and we need to experience each of them to grow and evolve as a spiritual being. Remaining in the moment allows us to appreciate what we have. And when you are in the moment, opportunities don't pass you by. They help us grow physically and spiritually. And this is something I want to talk about today with everyone. What I had experienced over the last few years, uh, maybe more, is that, you know, I was talking to my mentor one day and she said, be in the moment. And I'm looking at her and I think, you know, okay, be in the moment, what does that mean? Because she said to me, she goes, when you're in the moment, opportunities do come. And when something is out of our control, and at the moment, everyone, the coronavirus and what is happening in the world is out of our control. Yes, we can be in control of washing our hands, um, being in self-isolation, or if you have to be in isolation, you're in isolation, having this social um, non-contact and um, barrier that we have to do. We can do all of that, and we can be there, and we can you know, do what the um, higher powers are telling us. But at the end of the day, it is out of our control. You know, we're too busy and we have been too busy for far too long. How many times have I said to my kids for far too long that I've been busy? I've been too, been too busy to do this and too busy to do that or I can't get to you now. How many times had I put things off that I needed to do because I believed I was too busy and I believed other things came um, and into it? How many times have I, I said to my, my children, not now, not now, I, I can't do that just at the moment. And I realised a few years ago now that my kids were growing up. I have three children, I have a boy and two girls. And when I was younger and when they were younger, I was too busy to sit down, to get things done, to take some time to feel life, smell life and smell life. And I remember a few years ago that this was important, that I had to take some time for my family, but also take some time for myself. So I made it very clear in my head that I said I will take some time and I will listen to my children. And a few years ago, my kids, um, especially my son, was going through um, a lot and, you know, what I have found these days is a lot of children are going through, uh, I don't understand depression, but I'll say low and feeling low, feeling inconfident, feeling like they're not good enough, uh, trying to keep up with um, the Joneses, uh, trying to keep up with social media, uh, trying to do a lot of things. And my son was, uh, was actually quite low uh, one day. And I remember saying to myself, I need to listen. I need to be there. I need to just sit. I need to put whatever I'm doing aside. And I made a conscious effort in doing that. And I, and I must admit, my relationship with my kids has only gotten stronger because I've actually taken the time to actually listen and be there for them. Now, my husband, on the other hand, you know, he was always busy uh, doing something, always providing for the family, going to work, getting things done. He has a very... Um, not hard job but he's you know, a job that ha has to have his attention quite a lot of the time but when he's at work he does that but when he comes home he was always tired 
and always wanted just to sit because he was just exhausted from mentally um, trying to do his job. My son went to the army last year and it was the first time my, my husband actually said to me, I regret not sitting there. I regret not just talking. I regret not giving time to him. And that stuck with me because I knew that I made a conscious effort. Now at the moment, everyone, because something is out of our control, we do need to take the time. We do need to sit. We do need to feel. And we do need to see. And what that means is, is that we've been going so fast for so long. We've been trying to chase our tails for far too long. And in this time of craziness, in this pandemic, even though it is horrible to see people pass away, it is horrible to see people losing their jobs, it is horrible to see people in isolation, and it is very, very um, horrible to have the uncertainty. But what you need to remember is the good things. There's always good things that come out of negatives. I have been taught uh, from spirit for many years. Um, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of background. I, when I was younger, all I cared about all I worried about was money, was the almighty dollar. All I cared about was, you know, trying to feed my family, trying to have money. And everything that I revolved around was money. I never really thought or never really seen what was truly important to me, what was truly mattered in the scheme of things. And when I, sparked, I went on this journey uh, 15 years ago, so professionally, for a medium, but I had it as a child. It's taught me that money will come when I need it, not when I want it. Spirit has taught me that we sometimes we just need to sit still and be in the present. Because let's face it, life is a present. And that is so evident at the moment, especially what's going on in the world. Life is a present. So be in the present. Another thing, I was uh, sitting down a day thinking, what should I talk about? And I rang my friend Rodney and he said, Jude, just think about and talk about, you know, just being here, the simple things in life. And I thought, what a great idea. A lot of people I've been talking to over the last couple of days have said to me, wow, I'm in the garden. And you know what? That is the best place to be. Because you know what? Let's face it, Mother Earth, well, she's tired. She's tired of us taking. She's tired of the energy. She just needs some time to rest. Haven't you noticed that the birds are chirping at the moment? My bird is. It's, he's a lorikeet and he's whistling and he's singing and he's doing all that. Because the energies aren't out there. Because we've had to stop still and listen and feel self-isolation or you might have had to be isolated or you're not going to the shops too much. The energy is not as erratic out there. The, uh, we're not polluting a lot of things out there as well, as well. So the birds are chirping because we're just being still. Last week I actually planted an aloe vera plant and I was in the soil. And what I will say to a lot of people, and a lot of people have been saying this, I'm in the garden, Jude. I'm actually doing something I haven't done in a very long time. So take the positives out of this. And I planted an aloe vera tree. 
Now, aloe vera is very good with isocol for uh, um, hand sanitizer, so I'm making my own hand sanitizer. You know, um, just even feel Mother Earth, putting energy back in there. When you feel happy doing something you love to do, and my friend Ronnie said that I'm just loving being out and doing some gardening. I'm just loving the soil. You're coming back to basics. And that's truly what we need to do. We need to get back to basics because we've been running on too much adrenaline or too much of life. We've been running for far too long. We need to come back and we need to sit. So whilst you're doing the garden, you might mow, you might sit on the grass and just close your eyes and just hear the birds, hear your surroundings. Yes, you might have um, children that annoy you, not annoy you, but children come out and want your attention all the time. You might have that. You might have a pet that comes out and wants your attention all the time. But when you take time for yourself and just be, you won't get frustrated too easily when something is out of your control. When if your children are a bit naughty or your dog's a bit naughty or someone's barking or you're feeling different energies around you. I want everyone to find something that they love to do for five minutes a day. I want someone to, you know, think about something they haven't done in a very, very long time. And that could be anything. Myself, I actually spoke about this um, the other day on Angels Amongst Us, which is my, which is my page. I haven't played cards with my daughters for a very long time. Unfortunately, my son is in the army at the moment and they are quarantined, not because anyone's sick, it's because it's they have to be and he can't be here. But what I'm going to do is, is that I'm going to use technology that we have at our fingertips and I'm going to do a conference call with him through Zoom conference or any other means and I'm going to play charades. I'm going to play Pictionary. I'm going to do something that I haven't done in a long time. With my girls, I'm going to play Rummy. I'm going to teach them Yuka. The things that I used to get off my grandmother when she was alive, I always remember playing pairs, which you turn uh, two, thing, two pictures over to see if you can find a pair. I used to play Rummy with my nan. And when I was growing up, we didn't always have... Uh, everything at our fingertips so we didn't always have laptops or we did have computers of course we had television but you know we didn't have laptops we didn't have all these iPhones and everything that you can basically get straight away we had imagination though and I'm not saying that anyone hasn't got imagination I'm just saying we had imagination and we you and I was always a child that liked to amuse myself I'm happy to be on my own I'm happy to to sit on my own I love to read because to me is I've already got people talking to me anyway. That's from spirit. But I am going to do that. I'm going to make a conscious effort to do this. You know, everyone, look at the simplistic things in life. I've had a lot of people saying, Jude, I've lost my job. And it's like, I'm really, really, my heart goes out to you. But what have you gained? And how many of you have um, not working at the moment, but you've gained to be home with the children? You've gained to um, play, if you've got children, that is. You've gained to just be there and play with them and talk to them. All the things that you haven't been able to do before. How many people have you used to um, come in, um, you need to go and work in the morning, take kids to care and go to work and come home, pick up the kids from care, come back, do the dinners, get dressed, do the homework and then go. 
you know, go back to bed. When was the last time that we sat and we just laughed? I don't know how long it's been since I've sat around my dinner table and actually had a dinner with my children because we've been so busy, busy with dancing, busy with school, busy with work, I work at night. All of these things I've been too busy for. But what, I'm get, what this has made me do is, is look at life, smell life and feel life and find out what is more important in life. And the thing I know about spirit is what they've taught me is the only things that you take back with you are your memories and experiences. And that's exactly what we need to do now. We need to create memories and experiences. We don't need to go, I mean, of course, if you want to on those holidays or be worried that we're not going to get there. We can be here. We can be in the moment. We can smell life, feel it and just sit. And that's exactly what I've done. I remember the other day going outside and I sat on the ground and it was just peaceful. I heard the birds. I didn't hear cars all the time. I didn't hear someone yelling. I didn't hear um, all the busyness that's around me. I just sat. When is the last time anyone has actually just sat with their family and talked? Had a conversation. That's exactly what doesn't happen in my family. My daughters are always on their laptops or iPhones or stuff like that. When is the last time you've actually played a board game? It's been a long time for us as well. But we need to be grateful. And I honestly believe in this day, this time is the universe is teaching us a lesson. It's a massive lesson. It is we need to be more compassionate. We need to be more, have more understanding. We need to share. We need to give back. We need to just be exactly like I've been talking about. So having gratitude for the simplistic things in life. One, for me, my, my gratitude is that I can have water, that I still have water. And with all the restrictions that we had in Sydney and around Australia in last year um, with the droughts and uh, with the fires and we didn't have much rain, I really realised that I took water for granted. I really did. You know, how many times have I just turned the tap on and just left it there while I had to go and do something else or washing my hands? I didn't understand what the significance of just having water meant until we had that last year. I didn't know the significance of having what we have until we had the fires as well, where horrible that people lost their lives and animals lost their lives and people lost their shelter and their houses. I didn't realise that I had to be grateful for everything that I have. I didn't realise that now with um, the shops that are empty with stock and some necessities as well, not toilet paper because we can use other, other devices for that, but like just food that just isn't on that shelf. I really thought about that going, oh, wow, what happens if there's no food? Where do I go? How do I feed my family? It's also teaching us to be self-reliant as well. It's interesting how Woolworths about, I think it was last year, that every time you spend a certain amount of money, you would get um, a plant or not a plant, vegetable you can put in the ground, you can grow. 
how funny that, you, you know, that was already being put into place. And I hope a lot of people have actually done that and actually grew things. Me, mine didn't work, but, you know, I'll keep trying. It's always hard to see what's in front of you when there is fear there, when there is worry there. It's always hard to see the future. So what I suggest is not trying to look into the future. Will I have a job? Will I be okay? Will I have the money? Will I do this? Instead of doing that, just say, okay, money will come when I need it, not when I want it. Let me just be here now. Let me just take a moment to breathe, a moment to see, a moment to listen, a moment to play, a moment to listen to music. It doesn't matter. Let's take that moment and take three deep breaths. And what you can do is you can actually breathe in positive energy and breathe out negative energy or worry. Because at the end of the day, um, everyone, worry won't get you anywhere. And my nan said that to me all the time and so did my dad. Worry gets you nowhere and it doesn't. It doesn't get you anywhere. In my book, I also talked about positivity and being positive. And what I noticed in 2018, that there was a lot of negativity around. A lot of selfishness was there too. Um, and it wasn't a very good year for a lot of people. For me, it was a very emotional year and I talked about that. And it was in regards to my children and myself. And I learnt a lot in, those, in that year um, there. I learnt to get out of my own space. I learnt not to be worried about the biggest things, but to look, take care and look at the smallest things. I looked at priorities. I looked at what was meant to be, what was more important at that particular time. And I learnt a lot. And it's interesting, in 2020 or 2020, we're going through not the same, but there's worry, there's uncertainty, there's all of this happening now. One of the things that I thought about this year was foundations. It's not the end or the beginning of a journey that you worry about. It's the middle. It's a time that you take to reflect, to do, all of that. That's what this is all about. So when something happens in your life, do you sit there and scream and carry on and be like a child? Or you take a breath, breathe and say, okay, what will be will be. But let's focus on the things I need to focus on now. And that might be if you've lost your job, you might need to go and talk to um, Centrelink or you know, talk to an authority. And you might not be able to get through them at this moment. But take a breath. And it's, it'll be what it'll be and it'll be where you need to be. Now, I can't talk for everyone. No, I can't. And I don't know, I can't say I, I know what everyone is going through because I don't. I just like to give tools that's happened in my life that other people might actually take with them. Another thing that Spirit has taught me, my angels actually, recently said to me, if you're greedy, we will not help you. If you're like a magpie and you take everything and hoard everything we will get around to you. But if you take things, if you buy things that are necessity and just what you need, we will help you. And that's exactly what happened to me. I had a morning off on a, a Wednesday and I don't usually have mornings off when I work. But I did this day and I actually got, you need to go to the meat market now, which I hadn't been for in a year. I hadn't even, didn't know 
didn't know where, what the hours were, but I just went and I listened and I got what I needed, just what I needed. Not more, not less, but just what I needed. And they made it happen. They made it happen that I needed the, the meat that I needed and it was there when I wanted it. And then I walked out. So that's what they'll do. They will help you. Archangel Michael is definitely around at the moment. I have felt him. I've seen him. All of those there too. Our prayers and being a collective one is very, very important at the moment too. Positive affirmations or positive thoughts are really important. In 2018, I thought I actually learnt that. And they said to me, there's so much negative in the world, we need to be positive. How many times have you taken the negative rather than the positive? I have. I really have. But what I've been taught is, is that take a positive out of everything. And one thought every day would be, a, you know, of a positive nature will help you do that there too. Taking time for yourself for five minutes a day also helps. I know people have young kids or, um, you know, they're just people always wanting them. I know that. But that five minutes a day will actually help you do this. We also need to be great, have gratitude of what we have in this planet. I'm going back to water. I'm going back to um, the means to have vegetables and food and all the people that work extremely hard to give us these food and to give us care and take time out. And, you know, one of the things that I promised God is, is that if I can um, continue, uh, allowed to continue to do something that I truly love and I love um, reading for people and bringing people through, I will give back the community. And I made him that promise and I'm definitely going to do that. Remember everyone, life is a present and we're in the present. Also too, a lot of people have been saying to me that there is, they've been listening to songs or there's been songs just popping in their head. And one of the songs that was recently given to me was uh, We Are The World. And I think it was written in 1988 um, and it was around the AIDS epidemic. I think that's it. Uh, interesting enough, that was an epidemic around the world and there was a song that came out of it. And today, I'm Still Standing was with John. Um, sorry, everyone. Um, it, it came on. I'm Still Standing was by Elton John. And it is an amazing song. And he's an amazing artist. But what it meant to me was that out of all of this, we'll be still standing. We will get through this. But we have to be have the collaboration with everyone. We have to be a collective humanity. We have to work together, not against each other. And that's where fear comes into it. If someone is using their ego, using their id, which is what I call the id is the ego. And in our body, we have chakras and our basic need is the base chakra. So our basic need is what people are worrying about. I'm not an expert on this, everyone, so I don't claim to be an expert, but you the basic need is you know wanting something getting something surviving that's our basic need is surviving but what people need to understand and again I'm not an expert is that we need to work together to help to survive if you don't need something and you've 
hoarded all this you know food in your basket someone else might need that you just never know so working on yourself knowing yourself breathing you have a physical body and a spiritual body everyone our spirit our physical body has needs and we need to for survival we need water we need sustenance we need all of those things to survive but we also have a spiritual body as well and that is our soul and our spirit and when we feel good our spirit roars our spirit um, loves this you know, when we do good, how many times you could do good for another person or someone gives you this beautiful bunch of flowers, you you just go, oh my God, I love this. How many times have you gone out the garden and you love what you're doing you're getting back to the basics? That's your spirit soaring. That's what you love to do. So that feeling of euphoria and happiness and harmony and joy is actually your spirit is loving this. So look at your own spirit and see what you need to do and you know like the body it needs fuel so you need to feed it and you need to get water and sustenance but our spiritual body also needs to have fun also needs to be also needs to have a rest uh, whatever it is we need to go back to the basics everyone and our own basic need and that could be joy compassion harmony all of those that come into that it's a very short uh really um podcast today i hope everyone has enjoyed what i've actually done um, please let me know uh and with your comments what you think that would be fantastic and take care and god bless <music>